Pinna. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey, this is Max Emerson. If you're listening, I should warn you. This isn't just a podcast. This is my life. With everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks, I wanted to start documenting it. About the mysterious packages randomly showing up at the doors of the people in my town. And the evil they bring. I still have no idea who's sending them. Or where the packages are coming from. None of us do. That's why I'm calling this podcast Origins Unknown. The decision to share all of this wasn't easy. There are risks. People might not even believe me. But after what happened that night, I knew I didn't have a choice. I wasn't sure how long I had been running through the woods, or how long my friend Cassie and I had been separated. All I knew was that it was pitch dark. I was soaking wet and freezing. Cassidy! Cassidy! I turned around, and that's when I saw it. The lighthouse. Cassidy. The lighthouse was where she said she was headed to try and radio for help. I looked over at the door and saw that it was cracked open. So I went in. Cassidy? It's Max! Max! Cassidy? Max! Yeah, oh, I'm here. I'm here! Where? Here! 
The basement? You down there? Max! Are you stuck down there or something? I'm stuck. The door's locked. I'm gonna try and bust it open. You got this, Max. One, two. Okay. The door just opened by itself. That is not a good sign. There's like zero light. Cassidy? Where are you? Cass? Hello? Ah! Don't do that. Oh my god, you scared me, Cass. Come on, we gotta get out of here. Wait. Are, are you hurt or something? I'm hurt. Is it your foot? My foot. Let me see. Hold up. Someone's up there. Opening the door. Max? Are you down there? Cassidy? Wait, wait. If, if you're up there, then who's right here? probably wondering how I ended up in the woods being chased by a horrifying monster named Mr. Needles, right? Don't worry, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, that's why I started this podcast, to document everything that's been going on since I moved here six months ago. Copper Hines. From 
From the outside, it's one of those towns you visited or maybe you've seen in a movie. You know, filled with friendly people who live in beautiful homes behind white picket fences. There are bakeries and corner markets and coffee shops up and down Main Street. But if you look closely, if you really pay attention, you'll notice another layer to Copper Heights and see that it's a place where strange and supernatural things are happening everywhere. And it's all because of the mysterious packages being sent to the residents in the town. But boy, I'm getting ahead of myself. I need to take you back to the beginning, to when everything started. My name is Max Emerson, and everything began the day I moved here with my mom and my little sister Grace. I remember it like it was yesterday. I had my headphones on, sound asleep in the backseat of the car, when we rolled into town and drove up to the gates of our new house. Okay, Grace, enough! I said enough! We're here! Yeah, got the message. The gate's locked. Wow, there's a gate? Right? I don't remember seeing a gate in the photos the realtor texted me. But then again, everything's been happening so fast. Hello, new copper hiders! Copper hiders? Max? Dr. Emerson? Yes. You must be Poppy. Poppy Properties, where everything we touch turns to sold. Wow, is she for real? Max, please? Poppy, I tried the gate, but it's locked. Oh, no worries. I've got a key. He's got a key. Grace, not you too. Drive on through to your new home. I'll follow behind. I'm so excited. So excited. Extra excited. We are too. Okay, she is freakishly excited. Max? What? You totally think so too. You just used your fake voice. I didn't use my fake voice. I don't have a fake voice. Right. right. Here we are. Whoa. Isn't it amazeballs? Yep. yep. Totally amazeballs. As I told you on the phone, it's a historical restoration house. The Kendall Mansion in Hutton Park, one of the most exclusive neighborhoods in Copper Heights. Well, I just wasn't expecting something this big. I know, and these houses rarely come up on the market. But you mentioned you wanted something that made a statement. Did I say that? I don't remember saying that. But I will say, the architecture is stunning. Very prestigious for the new chief of staff at Copper Heights Hospital. And P.S., don't take this the wrong way, but you don't look like a doctor at all. You're so... pretty. Um, thanks? Oh, I just can't wait for the dinner parties you'll throw here. I'm RSVPing yes to every event right now, so don't even bother asking me, okay? Going upstairs to pick out my room. Me too. Guys, so adorable. Now then, all I need is your handy-dandy autograph in a couple of places here, and the house is all yours. Okay, let's do this. Five bedrooms, a library, 
conservatory, swimming pool, and still less than what we paid for the house in San Francisco. Gotta love the Midwest. Yeah, but even for the Midwest, this house is a steal. Totally. I'm not walking into it lemon, am I? <laughs> lemon? It's called good timing. Mr. Owens really responded to your situation, and he loves that you're the new chief of staff at the hospital. And goodness knows he has more money than he knows what to do with, so the man can afford to make a deal. It's a win-win for everyone. Then, yay! <laughs> Trust me, you're going to learn that in Copper Heights, dreams really do come true. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the house also has an attic. Really? That might make a great studio space for my son, Max. He's an audiophile. Is that contagious? No. He's into sounds, recording, editing. He had a podcast that he and his dad used to... I'm so sorry about your loss, Dr. Emerson. Laura. And thank you. Well, this is going to be a new start for all of us. I better go find the kids. Upstairs. Right. Trust me, I can never keep track of mine either. Okay, better scooty patootie. My schedule's off the hook today. You have yourself a wonderful day. And we'll see you tomorrow, Laura. Tomorrow? Dinner at our place. We confirmed via text when you first contacted me about finding a house. Oh, I don't even remember that. Toodaloo! Why are you staring at the wall? I can't make out if those are supposed to be flowers or cows on the crumbling wallpaper. Hold that thought. I gotta feed Mocha. Who? My baby koala. Oh, you mean that ridiculous game on your phone. Petalicious playpen is hardly ridiculous. You try raising a dozen little fur balls. No, brother. Anyway, I wouldn't worry about the wallpaper. Mom said we can paint over whatever we want. I'm gonna need a lot of paint. Max... Do you think we're gonna like it here? Knock, knock. Hey, Mom. Did the lady leave? Yes, Mrs. Yates left. By the way, Max, she said the house has an attic with some great space. Really? Yeah. Maybe you can set up your gear. Turn it into a home studio. Yeah, maybe. Guys, I know it's not San Francisco, but this is gonna be a good change for us. All I ask is that you both stay open and allowing, okay? Sometimes things take time. Now bring it in. Come on. Group hug. Mom. Mom. Welcome to the All Things Awesome Podcast with your host, Maxwell Emerson. Ooh, I like the attic. <sighs> Grace. You've got your comic books up here, vinyls, studio equipment. Okay, we need to make some ground rules. Rule number one, stay out. So, what are you listening to? <sighs> Nothing, just getting my speaker set up. Aw, your old show. Hope I don't bore your listeners talking about NASA stuff. No way. This I remember cool. this one. So tell everyone what it is you do exactly. Turn it back on. You can go now. But I want to hear Dad. Grace. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Well, 
like you mentioned, my name is Ben Emerson, and I'm an electromagnetic compatibility engineer at the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory in San Francisco, California, which basically means I get to play with a lot of amazing projects from electronics on the James Webb Space Telescope to instruments on the Mars 2020 rover. Thanks for doing this, Dad. Of course, my man. This is a, a fun show. I love you, son. I really miss him. I, I know. Me too. I have to break down every box? Yes. It's the only way they're going to haul them off for recycling. Can Grace at least help? Um, Grace is busy putting dishes away. I'll get it. I'm close to the door. Keep putting those dishes away. Hello? Hi. Uh, these are for you. Uh... <laughs> They're called paint cans. Right. My mom, your realtor, wanted to drop him off. She's in the car. Hi, sweetie! Remind your mom about dinner tonight, okay? Yeah, sure. Come on, Cassidy! Wow. Yeah, and she's just on one cup of coffee. I better go. Do you want to... Take those? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Though I think we're going to need a lot more paint than this. I'm Cassidy, by the way. But you probably figured that out from the lady screaming in the car. Uh, I'm Max. (laughs) Okay. I guess I'll see you at dinner at our house. Cool. Who is that? (sighs) Humiliation. What? Mrs. Yates' daughter dropped off some paint. Well, that was nice. So why are you humiliated? Mom... Have you seen my hair? Yeah, it's really bad. (laughs) Shut it, Grace. By the way, Mrs. Yates wanted me to remind you about dinner tonight. First of all, I don't even remember committing to that. I mean, who asked someone to dinner the first 24 hours after they've moved in? Someone named Poppy? Maybe I should just tell her we're going to take a rain check. I don't know, Mom. It might be a good idea to get out. Meet some people. Oh, really? You, who hates to go anywhere if it's not a pizza place, comic book store, or record shop. Didn't someone say to be open and allowing? Come on, Mom, get with it. Oh, she must have been cute. He seemed sweet. Who, my client's son? Yeah, what's his name? Max? Whatever. All I know is he's got audiophile or something. Mom, that's a noun, not a disease. Honey, how's the cake doing back there? Looks fine to me. Cassidy, when I ask you how the cake is doing, that's your cue to grab it from the back seat and hold it in your lap. You fancy yourself a detective. You should know how to read between the lines. Trust me, not even Nancy Drew could read between those lines. I just want to make sure it's perfect when we get there. Mrs. Meacham! Yes? Poppy Yates. Ah, yes. Mayor Yates' wife. He runs the town and I... Sell it. Yes, I've seen your ads on television. 
Poppy Properties, where everything we touch turns to sold. I heard about your loss, and this is the first chance I've had to stop by. I brought some flowers for you. And Cassidy. And a cake. This is my daughter, Cassidy. Hi, Mrs. Meacham. Hello. That's so very kind of you. But if you don't mind, I'm really not up to visitors right now. Of course. Let me just come in and set these flowers here on the table. What? Cassidy, put the cake down over there. Uh, I beg your pardon. I didn't invite you in here. Again, I am so very, very sorry about Mr. Meacham's passing. He was such a lovely man. We'd bump into each other at the market from time to time. If there's anything I can do... There's none. Again, thank you for stopping by. Mom, we should go. My goodness, I've driven by this house hundreds of times and never noticed how big it is. What is it, about 4,000 square feet? Maybe it's time to downsize. I'm not interested in selling my home, if that's what you're here for, Mrs. Yates. Herbert and I lived here for 40 years, and I wouldn't dream of leaving it now. Of course not. Well, here's my card in case you ever change your mind. I won't. Never say never. I mean, there are some gorgeous new condos that have recently come on the market. Please, Mrs. Yates. My husband passed away two weeks ago. I miss him. Terribly. I'm very sorry, Mrs. Meacham. I'm sure it's been very difficult. If you need anything, any help at all, just reach out to us. Thank you, young lady. Your mother could take a lesson from you. Apparently, the apple fell far from the tree. Now, if you'll excuse me, that's my cell phone. Of course. Best be scooting off anyway. You have yourself a wonderful day, Mrs. Meacham. Toodaloo! Hello, this is Margaret. Hi, it's Harriet. Oh, Harriet. Saved by the bell. You busy? No, no, I was just... Another realtor stopped by, unannounced, wanting to sell my house. Let me guess. Someone from Jackson Realty? No, this time it was the mayor's wife, that uppity Poppy Yates. She's really something. Oh, I know. She's just insufferable. Oh, no. She's back. Hold on, Harriet. Sure. Hello? Who is it? Hello? Hello? You still there, Harriet? I'm here with the pop. Uh, no, I answer, but no one's out here. Oh. Whoever it was left a package on the doorstep. It's a small box. Delivery people never give you enough time to answer the door. Margaret Meacher. It's for me, but no return address. Really? That's so well, how would I know what's inside, Harriet? I haven't opened it yet. Right now, I'm looking in a box wrapped in brown paper. Are you going to open it? Yes, I'm opening it now. You won't believe this, Harriet. It's an old-fashioned rotary phone. Yes, like the ones we used to have back in the day. You know, black with a handset and bass. I haven't used one of these in years. Strange thing is, it's brand new. Hey, Harriet, let me call you back. I want to check this out. Talk to you later, dear. 
Okay, bye-bye. Who on earth would send me something like this? What? supernatural things happening in Copper Heights because of those mysterious packages being delivered to unsuspecting town residents? Well, Mrs. Meacham was one of those people. And she was about to have a terrifying experience that would change her life and unleash an evil that would endanger the lives of every kid in town, including me. Origins Unknown is a Penna original production in partnership with WonkyBot Studios Productions. Created, written, and directed by Stuart St. John. Theme song and original score by Stuart St. John and Michael Plahuda. Produced by Stuart St. John, Todd Fisher, and Michael Plahuda for WonkyBot Studios. And Anne Richards for Penna. Child Development Consultation by Mariana Diaz-Wianczek, Ph.D. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening.